Lousy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fly Sweet Podcast, partnered with RaiderRamble.com. Head on over to RaiderRamble.com for all your Raider needs. On today's episode, I got a special guest, my dear friend, Mr. Cameron Ciano. Cam has been an O-line coach at both the offense or both the uh, college and high school levels, as well as hosts his own sports podcast, uh, Coach Couches, and his probably his biggest accomplishment is playing collegiate football at the prestigious Willamette University with your boy. It's up there. It's, it's up, up there. there. Yeah. It's up. A, a, what was it like a, to play a, with me, Cam? How was I mean, the it was it was an experience every day. I think that the thing that <laughs> uh, Mr. Matt Holder does so well is he kind of fades into the background and you're not really noticing him and then he'll just drop a bomb of a comment and you're like, <laughs> holy shit, who just said that? And I look over and it's Holder standing there, arms folded, and I'm like, that was really fucking funny, man. You nailed that thing. Yeah. So I have a couple was, It's always an experience. Again. Yeah, hey, blind squirrel finds a nut really quickly. <laughs> You nailed the intro. One thing, podcast is called Couch Coaches. Couch Coaches, what I say? Yeah, I think you said Coach Couches. That's it. That's the one. I think you said that, but it's Couch Coaches. Couch Coaches, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. you might have nailed it too. I, I thought you guys just coach I'm, couches, like you told them what to do. Well, we're definitely not coaching football over there. That's for sure. Gotcha. I can tell you that much. But yeah, my bad. Check them out whenever you guys get a chance. Um, a little bit of Boston sports, a little bit of humor is in there as well. But anyway, Cam, we'll uh, go ahead and get into it. You know, we like uh, keeping the balance, and it's a little bit hard to find the positive when you get your ass kicked that bad. But, you know, I think the one silver lining for me was I thought Derek Carr, you know, I saw a lot of people or some people are getting on him. Um, You know, I think the, the easy way to look at that is the offense puts up three points and they get their ass kicked, so you go to the quarterback. But I thought Derek played a hell of a game. I think I tweeted it out earlier. I think if it weren't for the drops, we might be talking about one of Carr's best halves of the season in the first half. You know, he's throwing the ball. From what I could see, every pass was on the money. You know, you had the Derek Carrier going up with one arm trying to make a catch and ends up dropping it. Tyrell Williams yep. on a dig makes a drop. Yep. Connor Renfro had a drop. Um, yep. Even his interception, it hit Tyrell Williams, I think, in the chest, like right between yeah. the one and the six. It was a catch. It was a yeah. catchable ball. And that's I mean, for sure. yeah. And you know, obviously, the running game I didn't think helped either. But you know, I'm, no. I'm curious. You know, who did you think? Who stood out to you today, Cam? I mean, obviously, it's tough to draw your your mind away from the drops and you know the the play of the receivers and the quarterback. But this offense is completely predicated around running the football. You know, and and I'm not. I don't know 100. percent Is is Gruden calling the plays yeah. in Oakland? Is it all him or does okay? Yeah, he calls them. It, to me, I felt like he was so sure that oh, we're going to be able to pound the rock. We're going to be able to pound the rock with their wide zone, inside zone, a little bit of power sprinkled in. When that wasn't there, I felt like he was like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the, the worrying thing for me. And I, like, I think Gruden's done an outstanding job this season. I really do. Um, so for me, seeing that, it just looked to me like he didn't have an answer for we're only getting three on first down. You know, yeah. and I, so much of that offense is being able to to have your run action with a two man route and max protect. And you know, Darren Waller was a guy today who I, did you did he have a couple of catches? I'm looking at the yeah, he had, he had three for three for forty one. You know, yeah. and I don't know. I I felt like their game plan was centered around we're going to be able to run the football. And when they couldn't do that, there was like a a, a little bit of a worry on the sideline. But 
you know, I agree with you with Derek Carr. I think he played one of his, his better games today. He really yeah. did. Uh, and it's unfortunate because, you know, you look at the box score and it's not going to reflect that. And obviously him getting benched, which I don't think was on him at all. I think it was more a matter mm-hmm. of this one's over and he's not worth getting hurt right now. And, yeah. you know, it's it's not one that you're going to hang on the the mantle or anything for Derek. But, you know, it's one that, you know, I'm going to excuse for him a little bit. You know, again, I thought he played pretty well. This was this loss was not on him. But you bring up, you know, the inability to run the ball. And the Jets do have, you know, one of the best rushing defenses in the league. They give up the fewest yards per game against the rush in the NFL. But, you know, the thing that's frustrating for me is, you know, I hear people clamoring and people getting angry when their Raiders offensive line is not considered in that top five, top ten. And I've kind of been saying the last couple of weeks that I feel like they're getting their, their stuff pushed in a little bit in the last, these last couple of weeks. You know, yeah. I'm curious. I feel like I saw that today. I'm curious, what have you seen in the last few weeks, and what did you see today from that offensive line, since that's your expertise, expertise, I should say? Yeah, I mean, this is actually coming at a – it's kind of funny coming on the podcast right now because I've uh, been – watching a ton of Raiders film recently just trying to I've been trying to work them into a little bit of film breakdown that I do and one thing that stuck out all year has been their creativity first and foremost on the offensive line and really I call back to that uh, Chicago game with their ability to be creative and block Khalil Mack right and then after that it's just been week after week of being able to pound the rock whether that's with you know two tight ends on the field or whether you're running 21 personnel they they do such a good job of being able to know we're going to pick up three four yards every time we touch the football and that's not what happened today um to me i looked at it and they kept trying to hit that wide zone right and they were trying to run it to the weak side of the field they were trying to run to their strength and the the pursuit of backers was phenomenal today and then also on the edges there wasn't a ton of movement horizontally towards the sidelines and once you when you get in that situation now you're putting your back in a tough situation because he can't stretch this thing and get outside the edge right because he's going to have a corner he's going to have a backer flowing over the top he can't cut it back because the backers are doing such a good job of um pursuing from from behind that it's you're you're really in a tough spot so if you got to pin it on anything today and and i it's a team game you hate to just pin it on you know one guy or a group of guys but you need better play from your tackles and roddy hudson up front i mean we talked about a little bit pre-show one a top five center in the league and he just didn't play like that today it really looked like the the raiders were just not themselves which happens man it's football it happens you know yeah i mean it was the 10 a.m body clock start where they kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit and you know it's funny you know you bring up the offensive line getting pushed around a little bit you know the last few weeks if you look at the stat sheet you know again i think josh jacobs had good numbers but I kind of felt like he was making it happen where he was making the first guy miss. You know, guys were in his face and he didn't have, and you know, the Raiders weren't playing these outstanding run defensive teams and he was able to break loose and make it happen. You know, I felt like today, Jacobs is another guy that we can say played well, but it was because he played well because he had guys in his face two yards in the backfield, was able right. to make them miss. But now you go up against one of the best run defenses in the NFL that's good at swarming to the ball and gang tackling. And all of a sudden, you know, you can't make two, yeah. three guys miss every play. And yeah. I think they the, the last couple or what we saw today was a result of, you know, what we've been seeing from the line the last couple of weeks. It's just they kind of ran into finally a very good run defense. Right. And you, you look at the last couple of weeks that they've played New York. Uh, sorry, that's today. Cincinnati, Chargers, Detroit, 
um, and then a three point loss to Houston. You know, last three have all been wins, and all you know, LA has a you know spotty. Sometimes they're a great run yeah. defense. Sometimes you can shred them. Um, Raiders, I think, did a good job running the rock that game. But it's true though. The last three or four weeks, it's been teams that are a little bit easier to run the football against they're going to give you those easy yards because they probably a they trust the hell out of their offense to get the thing done maybe not cincinnati but you know la is always going to rely on a guy like rivers who's been experienced and they're going to think he can pull it out whether or not he can but um yeah i agree with you man they're, they're not really got what was coming to them but this, this has been a recipe that's been brewing for the last couple of weeks yeah, definitely been on the table to have a performance like this you know to see one coming I do want to touch on the defense just a little bit. You know, I'm going to keep this one short because I'm sure most people are uh, are like me, kind of depressive already. But, you know, one thing that I was getting a little frustrated with is we keep finding a way with Paul Gunther's zone where it's quarterbacks that can sit there and if they have the time, they're going to be able to pick it apart. You know, Sam Darnold, by any means, has not been great this year. He hasn't been bad either. And, you know, if I'm the Jets and I'm uh, the organization, I'm feeling pretty good about what I saw from my quarterback today because he picked apart the Raiders defense. And, you know, I think back to it, I was looking at the stats before we recorded Max Crosby was basically the only person who got any sort of rush today. I think he had the one sack. Um, and then that obviously got negated with the Mohurst penalty and he had the one yeah. quarterback hit. I mean, you, you can't give many guys that much time. And then on the other end, you couldn't, couldn't really cover either. Yeah, it, it just seemed like it was such a, a lack of creativity defensively, you know, and it's like the Raiders, they go and they try to play man, they're going to get torched man because a lot of teams mm-hmm. are going to get torched man. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, all right, well, we'll try and drop into our zone. And it's like we have, you know, backers aren't dropping to the right guy. We're not dropping in front of three guys aren't dropping in front of two. You know, it, it was just like one thing after another. It was it, such a strange game to watch from a team that the last three weeks has been playing good football. Um, but yeah, that, that pass rush was was not good today you know not good but at the same time Matt it's like the the penalties that happened in that game were so critical because on that first you know what I mean like that's something that you can't take away from from this Oakland team is the fact that you know it was it was uh, what second and five at the 15 probably on that Sam Darnold late hit oh yeah you know and it's you know and that's passer yeah. yeah, that is a massive penalty, yeah. you know, and that's a defense. That's a play defensively that you look at and you're like, hey, we're getting to them now. They're in the goal line. It's third and long. Hold them to a field goal here. And it's still uh, still a one possession or two possession game. But it was only like, you know, 10 points at that time. So it, it, it massive penalties that, that hurt the Raiders. And again, I, I'm sure that you guys will all that you'll agree. But I, I hated that call. I didn't think yeah. it was roughing the passer by any means. No. So, you know, it was just bad, inopportune, and it was just like one thing after another for these guys. Yeah, and I mean, on that call, you know, obviously that plays a role, and obviously that helps the Jets, but when you give up a 96-yard drive, the 15 on penalties is not the, not the yeah, problem. Yeah, that's there. true. <laughs> that's true. It's like, I hate that call. I definitely, you know, wish it would have turned out differently, but there are a couple things at play. One, you gave up yeah. 94, 96 yards on the drive, and yeah. you lost by 31, and ain't like, the difference between seven and three in that situation. Yeah, that's true. Was, yeah. Uh, it's not like not like it was a 17-14 game exactly. and that was, you know, the last drive. No, I got you. But it was just like, you know, when you're – at least I know, think of it from a coaching perspective. And it's just like when you're coaching, you get, yeah, you give up a long drive, but it's second and five. And then you get a sack. Yeah. You're like, all right, third and long. Let's go. We can, we can play our through. game. We can – 
yeah, we can we can drop a little bit, play in front of us, rally and make a play. And when that happens, just like, oh, it's just deflating. So yeah, I felt for bad sure. for him in that sense. But um, you're absolutely right. There's no, no excuse for a 31-point loss. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's put that one behind us. We're going to move on a little bit. We're going to talk about our playoff confidence meter. Um, before this week, it was uh, feeling pretty good, or I should say about like 12 hours ago, it was feeling pretty good, or 24 hours ago if you're listening to this on Monday. Um, but, you know, it's funny. I, I look back and I, I think of what I was saying before the Bengals game where, you know, I felt like the Raiders needed to take care of business, needed to send a message, and really needed to dominate that game. They don't. Now they get dominated by the Jets. And right. I'll be honest, man, if I, I was probably feeling about 60-40, you know, the Raiders were going to make the playoffs um, last week. And then after this week, I'm probably flipping that around to 40-60. Uh, I mean, I feel like they're destined for 9-7. and seven. Um, It's still going to be, you know, they got three divisional games to finish out the year. None of those are going to be easy. I don't care how bad San Diego or Denver is, especially in their places, granted. Granted, L.A. is more of uh, the Raiders' place. But, yeah. you know, I feel like they're destined to be that 9-7 and seven team, and that could be good enough to get you that six-wild card spot in the AFC, but they're going to need some help. Curious yeah. for your thoughts. Yeah, I, I agree. Just when you're looking at this thing as a whole, Kansas City in Kansas City next week, yeah. um, the Chiefs, the one thing I will say, the one thing, I will, and I don't want to give false hope, but the Chiefs have not been themselves this year. That's true. They haven't. You know, they haven't. And if John Gruden can find a way to pound the rock, like really, because I went back and watched that Chiefs game like last night. I mean, the Raiders were in that thing. And then the second quarter, Mahomes yeah. drops two set, you know, like 270. And it's like, dude, where yeah. the where'd this come from? You know, but it's <laughs> like the first quarter, if you can keep that game within your wheelhouse and you can do a good job of, hey, when we get the ball, we're draining the play clock, we're running the shit out of the rock, we're going to do everything we can to put our guys in the best position to win, then they'll have a shot. Is it likely? No, and I'm not. I'm not going to blow smoke. Is it likely? <laughs> no, it's not. The Chiefs are a good football team. Um, Tennessee, Jacksonville, both of those winnable games. I mean, does anybody know what's but happening the in the AFC Tennessee Southeast days? Is Tennessee's not that bad of a team? We've seen them in their last two saying. games. They're they so them. weird. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're so that, weird. They're that funky team that you know, whatever you never know who's going to show up. But no. with Tannehill, man, I think they're like four and one. I think that they are oh, they're definitely better with Tannehill. Yeah. Like they're just like I, I think that they're building a game plan around like let's let Derrick Henry Henry pound the rock. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely that what works for him because that defense is scary. Yeah. But you but that's the thing, Matt, is that you don't know and they they have to go to Oakland yeah, and true. play that. It's gonna yeah. be so like that's that is a toss up game. It is. It game, is for sure. If, if I was gambling on that, I would stay as far away as I could. <laughs> um then they play Jacksonville. Jacksonville goes to yeah. them, and Jacksonville is the same thing. And it's the you last know, game Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that one, you know, there's going to be a yeah. little bit extra juice in the building for that, 100%. Yeah. Um, you got to close it out in L.A. and in Denver. I think in L.A. is – if you play – if you're one of the other 31 teams and you play in L.A. against the Chargers, you have a home game. That's considered <laughs> – that's a vacation yeah. home game for you because yeah. – there's like what 15% Chargers fans at those at StubHub <laughs> and it's in a stadium that holds 30,000. Yeah. So, and then you got to go to Denver. Denver's a hard place to play, especially in December. Yep. So, that's a, like you said, it is a toss up. They're six and five right now. 
Uh, I could see them honestly I could see them losing to the Chiefs and winning out. I could see them losing to the Chiefs and then having that loss linger for a Tennessee and then winning the Jacksonville game. You know? Yeah, I I can hear you. I hear you, you know. I think when I did my predictions a little while back, you know, I had the Raiders winning to this week, so that throws a loop into things. Yeah. But I think I had uh had them losing back to back against the Chiefs and Titans, but yeah, I mean if the hope's still there, you know, the odds are still out there if we can quote dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance, but, so uh, saying there's a chance, but yeah, if today definitely took a hit, but I want to yeah. transition a little bit to the, to the chiefs. I know you were talking about a little bit and I was loving what you were saying. You know, I feel like the Raiders, the best way to do this is to feature the hell out of Josh Jacobs. What we're talking yep. about with the running game. Well, this is the week for the offensive line to get right. You know, the, the, yep. The Chiefs rank towards the bottom. I think they're maybe bottom 10 in yards per game um, and rushing yards per game allowed. And a lot of that's probably helps their cause because they're playing from ahead a lot. Teams are going to be passing. So that's probably a little bit worse than what you see. And I know True. pro football focus ranks them as the lowest or the worst rushing defense in the NFL. And mm-hmm. I mean, running the ball keeps number 15 off the field. And that's going to be huge because we saw last time that guy, it doesn't matter what weapons he has, can tear up the Raiders secondary. Yeah, it's what the Chiefs are doing this this year and last year with Mahomes as as their guy is absolutely historic. He can make every throw. It really doesn't matter what you're running. He's going to find a hole in it. Um, But the recipe to beat a guy like that is to keep him off the field. That's the most effective way to do it. And the way you do that is it, it... plays to the strengths of the Raiders. It really does. We're going to pound the football. We're going to take our calculated risks. We're going to run our two-man routes. You know, it, like it's it's all, but it's all centered around that running game. If they can start that game off pounding the rock, picking up four or five a carry, really making that defense kind of scramble, they'll have a shot in this thing. If they can't, then it might turn out to be kind of ugly. Not going to sit here and lie. Yeah, um, yeah. But like I said, like, the, but that's what you get. And like going into this week, um, it, it really is a test to see kind of what you're getting with Gruden. The Chiefs are coming off a bye, so there's going to be a big game for them. Chiefs are going to have some stuff up their sleeve for sure. But it really is. It's a great test for Gruden. It's a great test for that staff. Where are we at mentally with this football team? Can we put that loss behind us, and can we get going for the rest of this season? Because there's still a shot. There is absolutely still a shot for them to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, you you nailed it right there. I mean, Gruden has a perfect opportunity. You know, I think about Andy Reid. Andy Reid is damn dangerous off the bye. Andy Reid, I believe yep. the stat is, what, 17-3 and three in his career off the bye. If Gruden can come in and, you know, on a, not a short week but less time to prepare than Andy and come out and, you know, pound him in the mouth and win a game maybe 10-3 to three or some crazy stuff like that, that's going to look yeah. huge. That's going to stop any 100 million jokes or anything about him. And, you know, I think you're right. I love that. This is this is a lot on Gruden. I think he took the took the blame a lot for today, which I give him credit for. That's what you're supposed to do as the coach, wear it on your chest. Mm-hmm. And by the same token, if he can come out and punch the Chiefs in the mouth and really send a message, you know, those sort of uh, those coach of the year chalks might 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 not be uh, out of question anymore. You know, it's right. definitely a definitely a long shot at this point, but it, it's a yeah, great chance he, for him. He, he really like it. I don't want to get caught up in this loss to take away from what he's done because really what he's yeah. done this year has been outstanding i mean and i've thought i've thought a lot about it just in the last couple of days because of watching their film film yeah. i mean how many injuries has the raiders had how many you know you, even going back to the to hard knocks with ab and it's yeah. like you it's just this flip-flop and you're like what are we going to get what's happening with this team 
they come out with a big win against Denver. They drop one against Kansas City. They drop one against Minnesota. Then they go on a little bit of a streak. It's just like he – I think that Gruden's coaching has been outstanding this year. And, yeah, it maybe has been a little bit vanilla on offense, but he's playing to their strengths. He knows where they are as a football team, and he knows how to get them to execute well doing what doing that, you know, which is running the football. So uh, I'm interested to see how they come out against Kansas City. It's definitely a game that I, I would – I'm going to watch because uh, it's it will speak volumes about where Gruden's at oh yeah for sure I mean perfect opportunity like I said I kind of see this going two ways one's really ugly for the Raiders the other is an ugly game but hopefully a W for the Raiders we'll see how it works out because it's it's getting to must win territory at this point we're getting into must win territory absolutely I love it all right Cam we're gonna do a segment what we're gonna be doing is it's called picks without thought um, I know I briefed you a little bit before the show. Basically, we're just going through the okay. spreads as of Sunday. So please, if we have some weird spreads that end up on next week, don't hold this against us too much. And yeah, it's picks without thoughts. So please don't take my record on this. I'm not very yeah. good at it. Do you but, have your record for so far this year? Hell no. We're not keeping that shit. No, not a chance. Hell no. no. Hell no. As soon as I don't want to look back at that. My bank account tells me how bad I'm bam- bad I am at yeah, gambling. Okay? That's true. I don't need I don't need uh, stats to do that for me. My bank account will tell me just how bad I am. Exactly. Just oh, by the way, I just saw Aaron Rodgers' face on the Sunday Night Football. He's got an all-time scowl on right now. Oh, all-time. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to wrap hope up. You guys so are, hope you guys that. are. Hope you guys are. Yeah, reflecting on that. Awesome. All right, let's get to it and cue the music. All right, first game, we got the Bears at the Lions. Bears are minus one. Who you got, Cam? Uh, Lions. I like the Lions as dogs in that game. Taking the Lions. See, I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah. I don't trust Jeff Driscoll, and, I mean, they just lost to the Redskins this week. Don't like that one at all. I haven't trusted the Damn Lions Damn it, I forgot about that. That's <laughs> all right. This is why we do it without thought. All right, we got the Bills Ooh. at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going the Bills. That line shocks me. I think the Bills are a better team. And yeah, I'm going with the Bills plus a seven and a half. What do you think, Cam? I am all, all, all on, on board with that. Bills plus seven and a half. I think that they're a gritty football team. They'll be able to shut down that running game probably better than New England did today. Yeah. Forced Dak to really throw that football. Yeah, I, I'm surprised by that one, especially with how big it is. All yeah. right, and then we got the Saints at the Falcons. We got the Saints favored by six and a half. Um, Atlanta's been trending up in the last few weeks. New Orleans kind of trying to trending down, but still got the win today. Who you got, Cam? I'm going with the Saints on that. I don't trust the Falcons. Every time I bet on the Falcons, they end up screwing me. <laughs> when I bet against the Falcons, they screw me. It's just no matter what I do, the Falcons are going to screw me. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't trust them at all. I'm not taking them in that. I'll take the Saints. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints on there, too. I think even as bad as the Saints has been the last couple of weeks, they're still better than the Falcons. Yeah. All right, and then maybe the game of the week. We got the Browns at the Steelers. A little uh, Mason Rudolph or Miles Garrett revenge wow. game, depending on how you look at it. Currently an even line. I'm going to go with the Browns again here. I think, you know, I thought they were going to get their ass kicked today with the whole Miles Garrett situation when the, and the Dolphins coming into town. They responded, beat it the hell out of the Dolphins, and I just yep. don't trust the Steelers quarterback situation. What about you? Yeah, I'm going with the Browns as well on Let's go. that. I think Baker's starting to catch fire. Jarvis and Odell are cooking. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is adding a completely different face to this offense. I, I I really do. I think the Browns, even on the bet the house, fellas, bet the house. <laughs> All right, I like it. 
And then we got the Packers at the Giants. The Packers are seven and a half point favorites. Who you got, Cam? You got to think the Packers cover that. Giants defense is so bad that yeah. I, I I would think the Pack can cover that, that easy. Um, barring some crazy injury tonight, knock on wood, don't want anybody yeah. to get injured. <laughs> but barring something catastrophic tonight, I'm gonna I'll take the Packers on that. Yeah, I'll take the Packers on that too. Don't trust the Giants. The only thing that I am worried about them are the Packers not covering, maybe weather, but even so. I don't think the Giants score yeah. against the Packers defense. Yeah. All right. And then we got the Jets and the Bengals. Um, you know, kind of the two teams the Raiders have played the last couple of weeks. The Jets are favored by three and a half. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bengals in this one. I like the I like really? the three and a half. Give me the hook. Um, I think the Jets are going to come back down to earth after beating the Raiders three in a row for them. I don't see them getting a four in a row. How about you? I think that I'm going to take the Jets on this. I really okay. do. I think that with Sammy, Sammy Darnold slinging around like he was today and, you know, maybe he goes into Cincinnati. It's in Cincinnati, right? Yes. So he's probably going into Cincinnati feeling good about himself. If he's going to sling it, run that read option that they run once every blue moon. I'll, t- I'll take the Jets on that. Sign me up. All right. And then we got the Eagles uh, at the Dolphins. Eagles are favored by seven and a half. Who you got? I'll take the Eagles. I'll Eagles. take the Eagles. I, I think that they I think that they're gonna snap at some point and just start I don't know playing better at least but I honestly I don't think that that Dolphins offense has enough to move the rock that effectively against the Eagles defense and I think Eagles offense is gonna be able to put up enough points to beat the uh, to beat the Dolphins what was yeah. the line seven and a half seven and a half I think you swayed me on that one I was on the fence and yeah I just don't think I think the Dolphins magic has run out the two weeks it was there all right and then we got the Niners at the Ravens another game of the week. Um, Niners or the Ravens are favored by four and a half right now. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the Ravens on that one. I've been doubting them all year and they've been proving me wrong. And I think Lamar Jackson is a, a good equalizer to that pass rush. What about you? Uh, I kind of think I'm going to go with the Niners right now. Okay. Um, I, depending again, depending on how this game goes, because this game will say a lot about it. right now, the Niners are looking good from so going off of that. But that defense that off that defensive line is athletic as shit those ends are super athletic their interior guys are studs their linebackers are freaks if there's anybody who's going to have an answer to that lamar jackson running attack it's going to be the niners just because of how quick their backers are nice i like it i like it all right and then we got tampa bay at jacksonville jacksonville's favored by a point and a half who you got cam i'm gonna go with jacksonville i don't trust Jameis winston in anything (laughs) anything whatsoever Definitely don't blame me on that one. I'm going to go with Tampa, though, just because I think Jacksonville's defeated right now. I don't think they get back. I think Tampa's playing with a little bit more swagger right now. And That's fair. We, and then we got the uh, the Titans at the Colts. And then the Titans are three-point dogs right now. And honestly, I think people are sleeping on the Titans right now. I think they covered the three, and I think they might win that one outright. How about you? Tennessee in Indianapolis. Indy's coming off of a loss. They got a couple more days to prepare. Tannehill's got those boys moving, though. I'll, I'll take Tennessee with you. I agree with that. Stop Derrick Henry. Stop Derrick Henry, and then we'll talk. You know, yeah, I'm going to exactly. take Tennessee with, with that. I agree. Money line that thing, man. Love <laughs> I it. I like it. I like it. Like the Money confidence. Line. All right. And then we got the uh, Washington Redskins at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are 10 point favorites right now. Uh, what are you thinking, Cam? Yeah, it's tough not to take Carolina on that. I know that the Redskins won today um, in an ugly game against yeah. the Lions, but you, it's tough to not take Carolina. Christian McCaffrey alone is going to put the Redskins in a in a pretzel. So I'll take Carolina. 
I'm taking the Redskins. I'm not taking a double-digit favorite, damn it. All right, then we got the Rams at the Cardinals. Line right now is Rams minus four. You know, it kind of depends for me on how Monday looks. Um, but right now, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think uh, Cardinals are have a little bit more to play with, um, you know, the season or the trajectory of their season is, you know, heading where they want to be, whereas the Rams are trajectorying down. And I don't know. I kind of like what uh, Cliff Kingsbury is building over there in Arizona. What about you, Kim? I, I, I completely agree with you. I think Cliff Kingsbury is doing his outstanding job in Arizona. Um, Kyler Murray looks very good. I, I do also agree with you that a ton of it depends on tomorrow night. Yeah. If the Ravens pull off a win tomorrow night or they lose by three or, you know, it's it's something where they were like, hey, they were in this football game, then I'm going to take the Rams. If they get smoked by, by the Ravens tomorrow, I am all in on the Cardinals. So big thing depends on tomorrow night. If I have to pick right now, I'll take the Rams. Uh, I kind of hate saying that, actually. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no we're going to stick to it. I take the Rams on that. Too take much. Hey, I'll talk, my, I'll talk myself into it. Too much offense. Jared Goff, <laughs> Todd Gurley, concussed Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods. I can go on, Matt. Stop me now. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. And then we got the uh, Chargers at the Broncos. The Chargers are favored by a point. Basically, a pick them. Who you got? Definitely pick them. In Denver, it's cold. Southern California guys, they don't know how to deal with the cold. They're going to be walking out there in the flip-flops. It's going to be snowing probably. It's high up there. You're going to be out of breath going to the bathroom. No, I'm taking Denver. Denver's going. Denver's winning that thing. Yeah, I like Denver in that one too. Again, you know, the trajectory of the two teams. Chargers are trajecting down. Denver's actually not playing too bad as of late. All right, and then we got the Raiders at the Chiefs. Right now, the Chiefs are 10-point favorites. I mean... I, like I said, I don't like taking double-digit favorites. I'll take the Raiders, be a homer here. I know it's going to snow. Hopefully that slows the Chiefs down as well. But I, I say that very apprehensively. What do you think? I don't think you have to be a homer at all, Matt, because I'm going to take the Raiders Let's too. Go. Plus 10. Gruden's going to have those boys going. You know the, on the flight back there right now, he's walking up and oh, down yeah. the aisle screaming about, <laughs> hey, who cares about New York? We're on, we're on to Kansas City. He's going to have those boys ready to go. Josh Jacobs is going to run go. for about a buck 50 right? Your other two backs yeah. are probably going to run for 50 and 75 apiece, and then forget about it. Tyrell Williams, name me a corner on the Chiefs who can cover Tyrell Williams right now. Or how about Darren Waller? No, Can't not do a it. chance. Can't They're not covering it. either of them. I might money line that one, too. Let's go. I like it. I like the confidence. All right, and then Sunday Night Football, we got the Pats at the Texans. The, te the Pats are favored by three and a half right now. Who you got, Cam? Wow. Okay, so New England has looked very lackluster, very lackluster recently. But I don't trust Houston's offensive line. We all know that New England defense is for real. I would take New England minus three and a half against in that one because I just don't, I do not trust that Houston offensive line. And everybody knows who, who has watched any any minutes of football that if you have a bad offensive line, it's going to be a long night against a good defense. So I'll, I'll take the Pats in that one. That is true, um, and I know it's two different offenses. Obviously, you know the Ravens are running a little bit more of a spread. But what I will say is, who gave the the um, the Pats defense the most trouble was Lamar Jackson. The next closest thing to Lamar Jackson might just be Deshaun Watson. Deshaun so, Watson. Yeah. Yep. So who knows? I, I like the I like the home dog in that situation. We'll see how it goes. All okay. Right. And then Monday Night Football, we got the Vikings at the Seahawks. Seahawks minus three. I, I like the Seahawks. I know some people in the media have been uh, down on them, fe feeling like they're not that good. But I, I think the opposite. I think this is a damn good team. Beat the Niners in overtime a couple weeks back. 
And I mean, I, I think the Vikings, you know, Kirk Cousins, I know he won his last game in primetime, but I still don't trust him. What are you thinking? So the Seahawks offensive line is so bad, but Russell Wilson is so good <laughs> that they almost cancel each other out to being a, a formidable offense. The Vikings mm-hmm. defense is very good, though. Yeah. And they're going going into Seattle. They're dogs. But the one thing that you bring up, the X factor in all of this, is Kirk Cousins. Because you can yes. pound the rock with Dalvin Cook, absolutely. But Kirky boy, at some point, is going to have to make some big boy throws. I don't think he can do it. I'm going Seattle. Oh, nice. I like it. All right. That was Picks Without Thought. Maybe this week we'll actually have to keep track, and then we'll see if you're better at this than Jose, and we'll uh, bring you in as a guest segment. Ooh. Maybe, oh, maybe. Don't get your hopes up. Hot seat. <laughs> well, all right. That's all we got for you guys this week. Cam, where can the good people find you? Uh, good people. You guys can find me at Couch Coaches. That is the uh, podcast that I run with my boy, The Hook, Eric. A little bit more New England-based. We got some humor in there, too. Don't hate me. You guys know I'm a good <laughs> guy. On Twitter, I'm at The Hook Cam. Instagram, at The Hook Cam. Very simple to find. And you'll see my red mug up there uh, with a hat <laughs> on. So, uh, hope to find you guys there. Yeah, I mean, definitely check it out. Like I said, a little bit New England-based, but they have a good time over there, have some good humor, some good guests and whatnot. Always enjoy listening to you guys. All right, and then you guys can find me at mholder95 on Twitter. Follow the pod if you're not already, at Sweetfly. Hey, loves it.